Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Coming up on TMS, Schmidt happens. The dog exploded or I need your EIN number. A Canadian with the yellow pages in the nightstand. I'll take reversing the polarity of the warp drive for 200, Jordy. Mystic River or pizza? There's poop potatoes. Cut the feed. TikTok teens try troubling. Oh, shit. I was sure, sure so I'd get well this. Pre-show. Here yeah, we go. TikTok pre- teens trying troubling trend. Good enough. $49.99. No, $49.99 sign per month. Deals off. The dog exploded on my pile. He's delicious. Honey baked ham. The 12 phone numbers of Prince Edward Island. Planetino and the Starlets. The offending half inch. Ghost waffle flavor. The seven minutes of terror with Bobby. Therapy Thursday and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. It is a new thing. It is a washing cream. You wash your face with it. It makes your face feel nice and fresh and clean and nice and soft and smooth and not dry and not greasy. If dad performs a few of these gyrations while the family is having breakfast, there could be a trailer load of trouble. The Morning Stream. Oh, the new health and fitness section? I'm not sure, but I'll find out if I could use your phone. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to what is the morning stream, TMS, for Thursday, February 18th, is it? Yep. Is, is, it a Je- is this a Jeopardy category? What Je- is the morning stream? What is the morning stream? Ding, 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 and it's our daily double. Uh, they don't have a permanent a new host for that, do they yet? No, they're still they're still trying people out. Do you think? Uh, I mean, I know Ken Jennings did the did the temporary guesty thing. Do you think he's in the running or no? I never. You know what? I never saw any of Ken Jennings guest host episodes. Mm-hmm. But just knowing Ken's style, I don't feel like he's got the 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 gravitas mm. to be the the permanent host but i yeah. need you know what i'm saying that unfairly i'm saying that without um actually seeing uh seeing his his um uh, performance at it the person if you know if you're gonna pull a goat out of retirement yeah not even really retirement but um get uh, brad rudder brad rudder is the of all of the top jeopardy players he is the showman he is the the ham mm. and um i mean that in both the sense that he's kind of a, a lovable doofus ham but also he looks like john ham with a beard like a skinny oh, john ham i thought you're gonna say he's like a delightful dinner menu item he's like a delicious honey baked ham mm, lovely <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah. they gotta decide soon though don't think because they have a season coming up i don't and- know i mean they could do whatever they want right they could just keep keep circulating host for a whole season that's true but, i guess they don't but have to, i feel like they need some permanence they need somebody to just yeah. uh there's a lot uh, of talk about uh lavar burton i don't know if that was for real they were really considering yeah. that oh lavar burton be a great one would yeah. he wear the the jordy glasses the oh, jordy I, visor i would assume they'd make him he'd have to <laughs> the answer is dilithium crystals again <laughs> 
<laughs> Again, every answer on the board is dilithium crystals. It's like, I can't see anything, so you'll have to tell me what's up there. <laughs> who said that? Who buzzed in? Yeah, who, who was that? that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope I hope they figure it out, and it's a good call because it's a hell of a legacy to try to, to fill that thing. And uh, I don't envy them having to do this. Mm-hmm. It's hard yeah. work over there at the... Oh. Uh, Bagheera 74 says he's been doing it for like two months. Who? Jennings has? Not Keenan Thompson. Jennings has? Oh, maybe he is doing Really? Keenan Thompson has been? Shut up. Keenan Thompson? Really? No. I mean, I, I would know. take yeah, it. The people need to, the pronouns are hurting this man. Yeah. Cut it out with the pronouns. Yeah, quit with the pronouns. Let's get into the... <laughs> give me names. Give me some magic names. act like the show is not on every night. What are give you me, talking about? Bagheera some, 74, man. Yeah, give me some verbs. Get some verbs in first there. He throws, first he throws shade on Brad Rutter, which I will not stand for. Yeah. Ooh, Will Farrell, bring him in. Just have him imp- do an impression. That's fantastic. A terrible idea. <laughs> terrible idea. Uh, anyway, so we're back. We got a show today. It's yeah, Thursday. And uh, we got things to talk about. We'll have Wendy later. Uh Going to have a, a good topic with her. Got a fantastic mashup for the end of the show. We got news. Mm. We got all sorts of stuff today. I can't wait. Before we get too what did, far. What, did, what were we supposed to watch from with Wendy this week? Was there something? Yeah. Uh, six seasons of... Uh, uh, New Girl? Save. Were we supposed to watch New Girl? <laughs> yes. New Girl and two seasons so can, of Saved by the Bell. So we can understand about... Uh, <laughs> good, yeah. okay. We need all... We need... We need. Uh, uh, what was his name on there? Who's the guy on New Girl that I like? Schmidt? We need Schmidt. Jake? Yeah, yeah, Jake. Oh, Schmidt. Schmidt. Schmidt's great. Yeah, yeah, we need some Schmidt, and then uh, then we're good. And then Wendy will come in and okay. tell us why Schmidt matters. Because <laughs> Schmidt happens. Schmidt happens. Um, all right, I got a another follow up on this thing that I won't let go. Okay, uh-huh. dog with a bone. Yeah, go ahead. Hotel having phone books in them. <laughs> uh, I've 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 come to the conclusion and have fully admitted it is it is a dying breed if it exists at all. Like I'm right. I'm with you. Okay. We called that hotel. I'm, I'm not I'm not on that. So this is this is a slow dance in the end zone. This oh, isn't yeah. like a happy dance in the end zone. This is a wistful like uh, twirling. Yeah, <laughs> we, we we have we have realized we've spelled chefs instead of chiefs. Is what I'm saying. And, okay, uh, all right. Great googly moogly. Yeah, right. and it's fine. It's so funny how that commercial stuck with everyone for so long. Totally. Well, I was a I loved Great Googly Moogly back when Zappa said it in um, Nanook. Nanook eats the yellow snow. What's the name of that song? Uh, don't watch out where the huskies go, and don't you eat that yellow that's the, snow? That's the song. But there's I can't remember the name. Nanook. I think it's just Nanook eats it. Oh, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or Nanook of the North. Is that the name of the song? I know it's, but but you know, basically the middle of that song, right before it goes into uh, Saint Alfonso's pancake breakfast. They, he says, great googly moogly. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Now I can hear it. Now yeah. that you do it. All right. Well, yeah. anyway, anyway, so please continue. Alan, Alan Morrison wrote in, and this is a yes. listener to the show. He says, hey, Scott, I'm an essential worker that travels several times a month for my work, even during the pandemic. And tonight, as I got comfortable in my hotel room that I'm not allowed to leave except to go to work, I opened the desk drawer to find the local phone book right next to the Gideon Bible. Now, he sent us a picture of this. Mm-hmm. And this is what I see when I see it. And so why I like this is yeah. even though I will admit I think this is all a dying breed and we're and we're not going to see this for very much longer if we do it all even in smaller chains, this is exactly what I'm looking at. It's one of these smaller yellow pages, yeah, literally called yellow pages down there at the bottom, sitting next to the Bible in that drawer with your menu and your other business and your whatnot. That's my memory of every hotel I've ever been in. Clearly, I've overstated that, but... Uh, this this gives me some this gives me some closure here. This right here. 
Good. Oh, thank yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. Now we never <laughs> have to talk I about it. Again. I know it. I'm so glad it took the bustling metropolis of Prince Edward Island uh, <laughs> because of all the doubt raised by that podunk city, Columbus, Ohio. Uh huh. Yeah. No, you're right. We really, we really brought it around. Uh, he says this. This isn't a big hotel, but Choice Hotels is an international brand. And there's the book complete with the yellow pages. I think this is going to be something I look at now as a tra- as I travel, but I don't expect to ever use it. LOL, Alan. Well, that's exactly. I mean, you couldn't have illustrated this better, Alan. Like, no one uses it. If yeah. they still exist at all, it's like a weird hang on. Like, it's going away. And there's nothing. I was curious. Like, there's nothing that says how current that phone book is no uh, um but it's it's funny because this one feels like it's a travel brochure and a and a yellow pages i mean it is an official yellow pages this isn't like a um chamber of commerce here's some cool things to do on prince edward island and while you're at it here are the 12 phone numbers of every one of our businesses um okay right. i know prince edward island is bigger than that but Sure. No, I, I take your point though. That it's, is the actual. It's no Labrador yeah, by yeah. any stretch of the imagination. Sure, sure. It's no New Brunswick. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, who, what is though? Haverfield um, and <laughs> whatever the Springfield, uh, the the other monorail cities that they mention in. Uh, but you're but you're right though. There's that logo, right? The little yellow logo. There's a logo on the bottom right yeah. corner. So it's officially produced by Yellow Pages, which I can't but believe is this, still in business. How are they in business? How is that even a thing? Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know because. Uh, um, this has to be so customized because mm-hmm. it's not just yellow pages. According to the cover, it's like fifty plus uh, smart tips. So <laughs> yeah. it's like a magazine. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can barely tell like how how thick it is. Yeah, that's the <laughs> other thing. It looks like it's about about as thick as a as a crappy like dime store paperback novel. Like right. Yeah, that's thick. a good comparison. I was thinking like a um like an expensive fashion magazine not yeah. not those cheap ones like uh, cosmo or vogue sure. but like one of those ones that that sits up on the upper back shelf at barnes and noble that's like 18 dollars and is uh sure and is about that thick yeah is there is there slogan in prince edward island really where life is good is that what they say i guess okay. at least that's what uh yellow pages would have you believe it yeah. easily could be this could be the same cover used for about a dozen New England uh, small towns, right? If you cross the border, go down to the U.S., the, the, that lighthouse could easily be in oh, Cape be Cod anywhere. or yeah, yeah. Mystic River or wherever, you know? Yeah, it could be anywhere. Is Mystic yeah. River a real place? I always thought it was just that movie. Yeah. Oh. No, no. We actually, there even is a Mystic Pizza in Mystic River, and we've got, well, for the longest time, we had a pizza um Oh, what do they call it? Like a serving uh, thing, right? Like not a oh. spatula, but it's angled like pizza shaped. I know what you mean. Um, um, whatever that's yeah. called. It's I'm sorry, like not a- Mystic River. It's just Mystic, Connecticut. Mystic River is a different movie, but Mystic Pizza, hmm. it takes place in Mystic, Connecticut, and there really is a Mystic, Connecticut. Yeah, Mystic River fact, is that one word. Uh, uh, oh, how did that work? It was Julia Roberts. Um, it was Annabeth Gish hooked up with the married man, and then. Wait, that's pizza, right? Yeah, it's Mystic Pizza. Oh, I was yeah. talking you, River. Were you asking about how Mystic River? Yeah, River was worked? a bunch of. That was like a, a child molestation. Like uh, these kids were, these guys were molested as kids oh, or something, right. and they grew yeah. up. And Sean Penn, uh, uh, Kevin Bacon, uh, Kevin Bacon, 
Tim uh, Robbins. Tim Robbins was TV's the yeah. he was the one that was in trouble. That's right. At the that's end, right. that's a good that's a good movie. And I want to say Clint Eastwood yeah. made it, or somebody like that made it. Anyway, doesn't I think matter. It was Clint Eastwood. Nothing like yeah. Mystic Pizza, which I have never seen Mystic Pizza ever in my life. Eh. Eh. Oh well, I just spoiled it. Oh. oh, that's too bad. And they make pizza. You know the pizza was pretty good, and it was that very same trip. So Tina and I went. My dad was living in. Uh, dad and stepmom were living in um, New Haven at mm. the time. Yeah. And we flew out there, and they were both working when we arrived. So they basically set us up with a key and then said yeah when you take the taxi to the house help yourself to um the car and you can go and check out you know go out to mystic and and do this do that so we went out to mystic connecticut we looked around we said oh this is really exciting we were done in about 15 minutes and then we went to uh, the local theater where we saw the brand new movie the matrix oh wow <laughs> So I'll tell you exactly 99 when we went there. Yep. 1999. 99, yeah. Yeah. That was uh, Neo and his friends, that movie. That's right. Neo and friends. This is the original yeah. title of the movie. Yeah, the working title. Neo and friends. Yeah. yeah. They had to find, they had to come up with something cooler, but in the end, I, I think I might prefer it. <laughs> anyway, thanks for that, Alan Morrison. And uh, you've cleared things up for me, uh, truly. <laughs> yes. So. Now, now this uh, this this can finally be put to rest until Scott gets another email yeah. from somebody visiting uh, uh, San Bernardino <laughs> and finds a, a yellow pages hastily stuffed into a drawer of their Motel Six. Yeah. What I really want is somebody who it works at Yellow Pages. I want somebody who, oh, yeah. who knows the status of how things are going there, and then yeah. that's who I want to hear from next. Here's, here's what it sound yeah. like. Uh, he's gotten brain. Yeah, I, I work for I work for Yellow Pages. Yeah. Like looking at his watch, uh, not sure how much longer it could be any minute do now. You have any, yeah. Do you have any jobs? I'm thinking about starting a podcast. <laughs> well, no offense to our Yellow Page friends. All right, hey, or look, podcasters, yeah, or podcasters. Those those guys are fine. I think science is cool. I think science is cool as well, and uh, we're going to talk about a little science. It's a big deal today in science because uh, a, certain, yes. a certain planet in our solar system is about to get a visitor from uh, from Earth. And uh, we have our old pal Bobby Franks here to talk about it, our science correspondent on Thursdays. Bobby Franks. Bobby, welcome to the show. Hey, science correspondent in the field yep. here. In the field, That's everybody. Right. The field. Mission uh, control. I see I see it all behind you, the, the hustle and bustle of... Uh, yeah, uh, look at all these lights. People rushing the- around with papers and there's typewriters <laughs> going. It's really intense stuff. Uh, anyway, hey Bobby, welcome to the show. You got a, you're hey. going to be watching this, I guess. The the Mars landing. What are we actually oh doing? Gosh. For those who are not familiar with what's happening, what is actually happening today? Well, uh, NASA's latest Mars rover, Perseverance. Which, uh, by the way, the biggest shock to me that I found out this week is that that word is not pronounced perseverance. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! It's a uh, it's perseverance. perseverance. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that is news to me as well. Well done. Yeah. We've already learned well, something. Thank you. We've already learned something. You're right. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's landing today. Uh, back in the summer of 2020, NASA launched that rover into space yeah. towards Mars, and it's finally getting there today, and it's landing today. Um, at, at a close to about three forty-five, three fifty-five uh, um, Eastern time, Eastern time and yeah. yes, we're gonna watch it now. How, now, so okay, cool. so that brings up the big question for me because I haven't been following this. I feel bad that I haven't because I love this stuff normally, but it just hasn't mm-hmm. been on my radar. 
how do they watch it? Are we getting camera feeds? Are we like, what is the deal? What do we get to see? Yes. Yeah, so historically, we would just get a feed of data and um, and then people would talk about it. But this is very different this time because we're actually going to get a live camera feed of all the things that are going on there. Mm. Um, and it's very nerve wracking because uh, so Mars is pretty far away. Um, yeah, it's a it's decent a, distance, sure. It's 12 light minutes away. That means light takes 12 minutes to get from where Mars is now to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and many things travel at the speed of light. Most importantly, also the signals that you would use to control the rover. Mm. Um, so uh, that's important because once the rover hits Mars's atmosphere, it's only seven minutes until it gets to the ground. hopefully safely and so everything (laughs) everything from the moment it hits the atmosphere to when it lands is completely automated oh wow um and it's nuts it's absolutely crazy because it's very complicated there's it's slowing down it's trying to got these thrusters adjusting where it's going to land and it's got a parachute that has to deploy at the right time but then that only slows them down to a certain speed and they don't want to kick up a bunch of rocks and dust when they get there because that'll damage the rover. So they've got this sky crane rocket contraption that has it hover like <laughs> some hundred feet or something over the ground. I'm saying something. I've got like actual <laughs> figures here somewhere. Like <laughs> They're using like uh, the same parking assist that makes it so my Lexus can uh, go into a, a parking space without me touching the oh, wheel. Right? Precisely exactly. the same. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, precisely. The designed same. by Toyota. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't and, be surprised uh, if it But anyway, all of that has to happen to lightly, gingerly drop, because it gets dropped down onto the ground from this rocket platform um, by wires to like gently drop the rover onto the surface of Mars. And it all has to happen automated, and everybody just gets to watch. And that's why they call it the seven minutes of terror. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. because, because they just. They just get to watch and hope it went right. And the really crazy thing is whether it lands safely or it crashes, hopefully it doesn't. But regardless of what happens, by the time we start watching all this, it's already done. Like, it's already happened. Yeah. We're just watching right, the feed right. as it gets exactly. to it. Yeah, so we're watching, basically, we're watching the instant replay. So we're getting right. this 12, This some pretty serious lag. But you're saying we'll see this like 12 minutes later or something after it's happened. Yes, um, yes. When we see it, it has already happened 12 minutes prior. Which is great. So, I love that. For some reason, that messes with my head in a way that, that feels good. I can't explain why. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let me we're going to be watching it live, like yeah. you said, um, on uh, the All Around Science Facebook page. So I want everyone here to watch with us. Oh, look at that. Sure. What time is it again to make sure they're all there? When is it? 3.30? We're, we're starting the stream at 1 p.m. Eastern. So... After this show, yeah, go get a go get a, a snack, get some lunch, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then come back 1 p.m. Eastern. We're gonna start. Um, we're gonna do a whole recording of this week's episode um, live, live on the stream, stream. and That's then cool. after the episode is done, it's gonna be all about Mars. And after the episode recording is done, which is we've no, we it's our first live stream for this show, um, then we're gonna watch some of the NASA footage and talk about some more rover stuff and then watch it live. 
Awesome. Very Let me ask cool. you this. Is this thing... Yes. Oh, uh, where on Facebook? We should probably give them a little more specifics. It's, like, it's a, the, you can find the the event on our, all... Of, just go on Facebook and search All Around Science. Okay. We're going to do it Facebook Live there. In fact, I, I didn't think about this until just now. Maybe I can recruit some better at social media people who are listening right now uh, to go and put it in like... Share it in the tadpole. That'd be great. Yeah, um, do that. I'm sure there are lots of people around there that would, would like to hang out. Yeah, someone will stick it in there. We already got people in chat saying they've followed, and they'll, they'll make sure to check yeah. it out. Now, um, today, um, my Amazon Echo told me that it's the anniversary of another planet uh, discovery, which happened in 1930, coincidentally. Um, Pluto was discovered on this day back in 1930. Oh, back and, when we first called it a planet, and then later today yeah, it said right. it wasn't one, and now we now, call it now one again. A, Mini planet. No, what is it? A plu- plu- planetoid. Uh, planetino. Planetoid. <laughs> <laughs> Planetite. Planetoid. The planetino. You can get those at uh, the on dwarf the toy planet, aisle at Target. It. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Dwarf but planet. It's okay. funny because uh, the other part that blew my mind was um, since its discovery nearly ninety years ago, or actually over ninety years ago, mm-hmm. um, to now, it still hasn't completed one orbit around the sun. Oh, so oh wow! It yeah. was discovered. Named a planet, demoted, and kind of half promoted, all in the space of like not even making one one of its Pluto years. It's been a hell of a year for Pluto. Yeah. (laughs) Also, now remember they like to be called little planets, no longer dwarf planets. Little planets. Thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. We don't want to offend anybody. And you say that it was this year? Hold on. 1930, 1930. Okay. <laughs> that's right, exactly. <laughs> Any excuse I have. Yes, that might have been, maybe that's what Daryl was singing about. You know. never know. You never know. <laughs> um, well, Bobby, point. that's exciting. Now, did they wrap this thing in a bunch of balloons like those ones where they bounce down and then slowly deflate <laughs> and all that? Are we not I remember that? that. I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen that footage, that concept footage, so many times over the years. I remember them doing that. No, they did not. They it's, did not it's do all, that. It's naked time. in the wind. Okay. All right, that's interesting because I thought that the... I thought that was the standard. Like, if you're going to send a rover or an object that would be on the ground on Mars, you wrapped it in b- the balloon bomber thing, and, and that was until the way this of it. until this sky crane was invented. That's what they did. Hmm. Um, and I think the last rover that got sent um, uh, was it. I don't know. I, my brain sucks today. Um, <laughs> Spirit, opportunity, one of those ones. <laughs> right. Um, they For, they did with a sky crane as well. Jocularity. Um, that's my favorite was yeah, jocularity. Yeah, jocularity. Yeah. Jocularity. That's the, jocularity. That's the one going to, to learn all about Mars to tell Mars jokes. Right, jocularity. right. Jocularity. <laughs> right. Uh, it would be pretty great, though, if... Uh, uh, when, okay, let me ask you this. Let's get conspiratorial. <laughs> All right, let's do it. The I sky crane's it. doing its business. We're on a 12-minute delay, right? We got major s- space lag going on. So we can't see what's happening until 12 minutes later. And also, we're not going to see anything that isn't... The government doesn't see first. All right, NASA will right, see first. Sure. So what if this is the time where we see some kind of, you know, triple-headed, weird-looking creature down there that's watching this thing fall, and they decide to mm-hmm. cut the feed before the people mm-hmm. see it? <clears throat> or or the, the creature cuts the feed. The creature sees it coming down, and then you see it come over and go, Ching, and then the feed's dead. Yeah, but then they won't yeah. show us. They're never going to show us that. They won't They'll show us show Matt us Damon that. down there. They're not going to show us anything, right? Yeah, they, they don't want us potatoes. to see the potato field yet. <laughs> oh, we think, cut the feed. Matt Damon's making poop potatoes. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Well, this is going to be great. I'm excited to, to not only... Uh, I'm going to try to tune in to see you do this, first of all. Second of all... Um, 
I'm I'm really curious about how this thing's going to go. I love the oh, I yeah. love the intensity of it. And so far, the Mars program and rover programs have been very successful, like beyond their expectations mm-hmm. successful. The things live way longer and and are powered way longer than they expect them mm-hmm. to. They communicate with them like what was that one? 12, 15 years longer than they expected or something crazy like that. Like, yeah, and this one's got nuclear power. Um so cool. It's nuts. That's uh, cool, and, man. And it's it is nail biting because it's not ni- nail biting in that like, ooh, is it gonna crash? Kind of you know, like like you really don't expect. It. But but not all Mars <laughs> missions have been successful. Um, and there haven't been that many. It's kind of hard to get things to Mars. Right. Um so it's there's a there's not an insignificant chance that this could go badly, but but I I think I'm confident that we're gonna have another rover. It's gonna hopefully find signs of life. Yeah. This is the first time. Another exciting thing. This is the first time it's collecting actual core samples of rocks and soil to have a later mission come and collect them. Oh wow! And bring them back. That's oh. never. This is the first time anybody's ever done that, and we're going to talk a lot about that on our show recording. Um, but uh, you know what I wish they do? Here's what they should do: they should make Elon Musk fly over there, yes, and do the pickup. And when he does it, he has to do Starman's on, on the way. He has to do it on mm-hmm. a 12 minute camera delay, mm-hmm. and he has to pick up each rock with his butt cheeks and put them in a box. That's a lot. I like yeah, that, that idea. That a makes lot. a lot of yeah. sense. I know exactly why you would suggest that. Oh, of course. Look. <laughs> I'm a fan, you know. I want to see Musk <laughs> go as far as he can go. <clears throat> well, this is a great. Check it out today. Uh, go search for all about all around science, rather, on uh, mm-hmm. Facebook, and you'll find the uh, the, the live stream. Follow mm-hmm. it, and when it goes live, you can be there and check it out. Bobby, anything else you want to mention? Um, no, it, we just come on out and support us on the live stream. It's our first one, and we hope to do more. So, uh, so come hang out. Sounds good to me. Go support science and Bobby Frankenberger. We'll see you next time. See Bobby. Okay. Well, we yes. did it. Let me close this photo of the big balloon things. I don't need that up anymore. <laughs> <clears throat> the balloon right. drop. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, I'm actually very excited about this. I'm. I'm. Mm-hmm. I'd like it when there's big NASA movements, moments, or SpaceX or anybody where I feel like it's the best distraction from planet problems that we can have because it's like. Yeah, the middle of this country's frozen and nobody can do anything. And yeah, there's fires wherever. And yeah, 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 yeah. Like mm-hmm. all this stuff, political this and that. But for just a second, we get to go, oh, yeah, we're just this small blue dot. We got other things out there. Let's go do cool, like exploratory things. I like, I wish we did more of that. Some sure. people would say, well, we shouldn't bother with that. We got our own problems. Yeah, but you got to reach, man. We're humans. You got to reach exactly. out. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not opposed to the space force. I, I, I think it needs a better name, but I feel like we need we need uh, attention uh, to 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 the outside, thinking outside our globe, outside our little our little blue dot. Yeah, but aren't those guys? Just, they're just military, though, right? Space force. That's well, uh, yeah. Be. I mean, I want I want more. Yeah, exactly. Maybe space force isn't the right thing. I want more more exploration, more. Uh, uh, more leaving the earth and finding out what else might be out there. Yes. I guess I'm not looking at blowing, blowing aliens up if they happen to swing by and say, Hey, what's going on? But, uh, <laughs> get him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, get to the news today and, uh, begins with this little, uh, transition. Time to do the news brought to you by 
Brought to you by Coverville. Uh, you know, while you're watching uh, the stream of <laughs> Perseverance landing, maybe you want to listen to some music at the same time. Today's a great day to do it. Uh, celebrate the birthday of Ian Brown, lead singer of the Stone Roses. Look, these guys put out um, an album that's considered by uh, some music magazines as the greatest 90s post-new wave um uh, Britpop album, Stone Roses. Uh, so you'll hear a lot of covers from their second coming album. Also some stuff from their first album, I think was self-titled. Uh, it's also the 50th anniversary of Carol King's Tapestry. And if you can't imagine those albums not being as diametrically opposed as they are, when you paint with the, with the, uh, the same colors of uh, cover songs, they all seem to fit together. Um, so one set of tapestry, a couple sets of stone roses, all of this today, uh, 1 p.m. Mountain Time at twitch.tv slash Coverville. Quick and question. I finally, oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just going to say this. Lady, I think the, I figured out the, uh, the the streaming thing, although it's 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 broken. Now, you probably have a, you, you've got the little box, right? Or do you have a card that's in your computer? Uh, your, oh, to capture. Oh, no, you're using with the Mac. You're using with the M1. So you've got the little HD60. Uh, yes, I can. I use that to yes. capture game stuff when I need, it. and I can use that on PC or Mac. Either one works. Right, right, right. Yeah. And you've probably got the plus, correct? Um, HD sixty plus. I think I do. Or S yes. plus is that the difference? The plus. Is, That's the difference. Uh, yeah, I found been did a little research online. You have to go through a lot of hoops to get it working. So basically, what I'm going to be doing is pulling it up in Game Center or Game Capture, mm-hmm. and then pulling that window into uh, Streamlabs. But I do have a, a plus on order, so if somebody with a PC who wants to do some streaming wants to uh, buy this this HD60, uh, email me. We'll yeah, talk. Let Brian know. Still works. Yeah. It's a it works great. And you know, if you don't have the the Mac Silicon needs like I do, then it's a great streaming box. A, a lovely device. It is. Anyway, so uh, mountain twitch.tv slash Coverville today at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Very nice. All right, let's do this story that uh, we should all be aware of. Uh, TikTokers are always, uh, they're, they're, they're almost worse than YouTubers now with their trends. And so mm-hmm. they they go, hey, there's a new trend where we stuff an entire elephant up our butts. Let's all try it or whatever. And then they fail and ha-ha, and then they move on to another trend. Well, <laughs> there's a new one, yes. the full face hot wax trend. Has, oh God! Okay, yeah, has TikTok now prompting uh, warnings to anybody who wants to try this? So they show this softened resin-covered subject's face, uh, their mouth, their neck, partially oh, penetrated their eyes, ears, and nose rather before they're being removed. Uh, Barbara posted some of the most watched examples uh, and says it's beneficial. This is good for your skin. Blah blah blah. So this is a thing. Chat. We have some pictures here. Uh, the BBC. I mean, I, uh, okay. So like those little poor. You know, they've got those Biore pore cleanser pads that you stick on and then pull off. Yeah. Um, that seems okay, but this is friggin' hot wax. This yeah. isn't like, you know, <laughs> it's like the difference between a post-it and duct tape. Yeah, it's, I agree. I, I think it's a little... I mean, look at that. I'm looking at these photos and... Uh, it's horrible. God. I don't want to do this to myself. No, no. Yeah, it looks horrendous. Also, look, they've got, pretty sure they have some of that up their nose. I've done the hot wax in the nose thing before. Yeah, um, have you? That, that was a horrendous nostril. mistake. My, my sister-in-law was saying, you should do this. And I'm like, I don't want to do it. She's like, I'll do it for you. I'll just pull it out. You'll never know. And I have video of this somewhere. But she went to yank it out. 
and it didn't work and it yeah hurt oh that's like that's like when the electric chair doesn't fully yes! kill the prisoner yes it's cruel and unusual but it's like yes it's the no half measures on that business yeah it's that's either a you great, do it yeah like, great comparison if you're gonna do it you gotta do it you know and if it doesn't work what are oh. you doing well anyway uh but the british association of dermatologists says this is bad also that's their nickname bad british association of- <laughs> the british association yeah. of dermatologists yeah they're bad uh, anyway, they said to, they said to attempt to wax inside your nose and ears is not recommended. The UK-based skin specialist yeah. said they also raised safety concerns about the risk of obstructing breathing. Uh, and one expert suggested TikTok should add a warning. And they do this a lot. TikTok will add like a little thing at the bottom that'll say, uh, you know, like that's a fail video. And it'll say this sort of thing causes bodily injury or whatever. They do this all the time. Um, or, or if there's a, uh, somebody does a post about election results, they'll... Yeah. have a link and a thing at the bottom saying more information about the United States 2020 election results or something. So they do this all the time. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it here or started deleting videos. Um, but here's one of the reasons, at least this is what my doctor told me. It says, don't mm-hmm. get the nose wax, ear wax things. There's a reason you got little hairs in those holes. Yes. Your pro- it's protection of like dust and things like that, that, uh, Particulates, that go through the air. Yes. Viruses, yeah. including... Like he, a filter. I'm mm-hmm. not saying you're gonna not get coronavirus because of your nose hairs, but you're gonna definitely you're gonna lose at least one layer of protection if you don't have your freaking nose hairs. And exactly. I know there are people who are going, Well, I need I'm doing up up face selfies and I need to have a perfect nose. <laughs> Just hole. get a little trimmer, a little Panasonic ten dollar trimmer. <laughs> and then uh yep. clears that thing out and doesn't get rid of all of it, just gets rid of the offending extra half inch that That's you right. don't need. That's right. Is uh, so is TikTok really? You know, could TikTok? Uh, let's get the old uh, conspiracy hat on. Ooh, could like TikTok it. be something that was created by uh, the government to control population uh, by creating? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> creating fads that uh, you know kill a certain <laughs> dumb percentage of people and. Uh, well, may- maybe, maybe that's the Chinese government's way of doing it. Whereas our version is, <laughs> is already YouTube, right? Tide Pods and all that. So maybe social media video right. yeah, is designed to do that. TikTok. There we go. Okay, that's it. That's it. I figured it out. Yep. Excellent. We're gonna Time thin to that herd. Thin that herd, baby. Uh, all right. Uh, what else is I gonna read about this? Oh, TikTok teens. Uh, oh, I gotta say something funny. So this little goatee I got going these days. Um. Prior to this, I had a lot of growth on the sides and stuff. And, I, and that's mm-hmm. why I ended up with the goatee. It was almost a joke. And Kim's like, oh, I like it. You should keep it. So I kept it. But I was okay. shaving the sides first. And man, if you haven't shaved in a while, if you've let things go for a bit, mm-hmm. you haven't noticed just how much ear hair you got going. Because <laughs> when I got yeah. rid of this, I looked in the mirror and I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, I'm like Uncle Jack levels of ear hair going. Mm-hmm. And I had to go yeah. in there with like a freaking full-on head shaver thing and just get into there and get it out it's the time to braid this oh my god yeah so don't what i'm saying is don't do that uh the the wax thing i'm saying don't do that yeah yeah yeah. just trim don't don't do it trim we're we we like you to trim we don't want you to i don't look like colonel sanders why does everyone keep saying that i do not look like (laughs) colonel sanders do i is it these glasses i'm wearing the horn rims they're throwing people off here i'm taking these off I don't want to be the chicken I'll king. Take a nice, tender, juicy chicken. <laughs> I don't want to look like him. That was not the goal. That was not my intent. 
I'm going to start coloring this like Brian. I'm going to make this all purple or something down here. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I tried the purple. It just didn't uh, didn't show up well. Yeah. Well, it looks good now, whatever you're using. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I haven't done it in about uh, a week. So it's all, this is all coasting. Nice. <laughs> Is do it, it, is do it, it st- for a little while, like you're going uphill, and then on the downside, you just coast for a little while. Is it that stuff you have to uh, remind me? Is it you put it in and it's then just it's shampoo? St- yeah, it's oh, just okay. a right. um, so it's, it's just a wash. It's called color retain or something like that. Even though it's um, hmm. not really retaining, it's adding color, and you just got to be careful. You got to watch, like do it with the palm of your hand, so that because if you use your fingertips, uh, your fingernails start turning black. And oh. You, which is fine if you're goth, you know, it's great. Yeah, no, but yeah. Goth I mean, people usually don't have gray beards. No. Is a <laughs> is there a version of goth now today even? Are there kids that are just like all black and chains and Oh, sure. Stuff? Yeah. yeah. Tina and I saw Tina and I saw somebody um over the weekend we were driving somewhere and um I said, "Oh, look, it's it's Lydia. She's uh, finally broken away from uh, hanging out with Beetlejuice." <laughs> She looked, and I said, and she actually looks great. Like I said, that's such a good, that's such a cool look. I wasn't, I wasn't goth shaming, but uh, um, she to- totally looked like, um, uh, like Lydia from uh, Beetlejuice. Mm. <laughs> do they? Do they all still do the that dance they do where it's like the, you know, they all get underneath the underpass and like- <laughs> there's one video of them doing that underpass karate chop video thing. And yes, the answer. Okay, is yes. the answer is yes. I've, I've, I've that's because that. that's what I've done. I've boiled it all. <laughs> that's all I visualized. Too. <laughs> I can't help it. But okay. Oh yeah, actually, TVZ on. That's a good point. Uh, just announced today or yesterday, Tim Burton is working on a direct to streaming series uh, about Wednesday from Wednesday Adams. Oh no way. Um, animated yeah. or live um, action or what live action i believe hmm. that's a good question uh there's a beetlejuice 2 was... happening as well he's busy right now is there really yeah, yeah. Beetlejuice oh, and, and, 2. And tim burton's involved with the beetlejuice 2 yeah directing it um let's see writer written by david katzenberg seth mm-hmm. graham smith and hadn't heard about tim that burton. that's cool but it, we don't have a date yet uh, huh. Or any kind of like confirmed casting, but looks- live action, yeah, live action series. Tim Burton Netflix. Um. Oh, Wednesday, Wednesday show. Johnny Depp's reportedly had talks with Tim Burton about his Adams Family spinoff role. Huh. Maybe we get. Maybe we end up with Johnny Depp on a TV show. Mm. That'd be fun. Not since Twenty One. Not Street. since Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah. <laughs> been a while anyway the point is what was the point uh, i have no point i'm moving on now. okay all right all right nestle you know nestle that they got the chocolate and the whatnot yes yeah uh well they've created a vegan Kit Kat bar without any milk in it so hmm. all right vegans listen up i know we got a few here coming soon to a selected retailer near you a vegan version of the iconic Kit Kat candy bar it's a mouthful switzerland's nestle oh i thought they were here i didn't know that Hmm. Uh, didn't spell out its announcement on Monday. The exact formula for the new treat will be known as the Kit Kat V. Right? Wow. Yeah. So you eat a you eat a wrap as well, like a V. Does uh, dark chocolate doesn't have any milk in it, right? I mean, I know milk chocolate is has a higher amount of milk, but is dark chocolate made without any milk whatsoever, or just a smaller um, amount of it? That's a great question. My wife loves dark chocolate and probably knows the too. answer to this, but I couldn't tell you. I know that it's. A, I know that. A, 
for people that are trying to be off the sugar, you are more okay to have dark than you are milk. That mm-hmm. I know. Oh, here we go. So milk is a permitted ingredient in dark chocolate, but it is also one of eight major food allergens. Some dark chocolate products are made without milk as an ingredient. So, um, yeah. So that, the reason I ask is because I would I would totally dig a dark chocolate Kit Kat bar. Oh yeah, I'd probably have that, right? You'd think, and that's why this this doesn't seem that surprising, right? Hmm. Like, because that would have been vegan. Yeah. Maybe they maybe their way of doing this was a, a way to make it still still seem uh, milky, but without yeah. with some substitute or something. Oh, maybe right, right. So it's still kind of the milk chocolate flavor, but not. Oh yeah, here it is. Uh, sure. Kit Kat dark chocolate. You can get them on uh, Amazon. Oh, I've never seen these though. They're it, the the packaging is like jet black. Oh really? Yeah, look at these. All right, I'm looking. If you do a search on Amazon, uh, oh yeah, look at that. Uh, that yeah. that looks like the. Uh, oh yeah, that's definitely the Japanese. Well, that one, that second bag is uh, Japanese with the Japanese writing on it. Kit Kat dark chocolate wafer candy Valentine's Day one point five. Japanese Kit Kat is so much better. Than, I know. What are they even doing over there? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they must. And I mean, it's they, not just. It's not just the variety of flavors. Even the regular. Plain old Japanese milk chocolate Kit Kat tastes so much better mm-hmm. than our version of chocolate here. Yeah, what what, what have we done? That's what have question. we done? What have we even done here in America? <laughs> I need a uh, I need a crate delivery service like a you know there's there's the one called Tokyo Treats, mm. but I want one that's just Kit Kats. Mm. Like you get a box of eight Kit Kat flavors every month from Japan. I don't want any other. Any other things in there? Just Kit Kats. Just call the Kit Kat Kit, and uh, the Kit Kat Kit. Yeah. Oh my God! It needs that's perfect. That's right it, there. right? And just sell those, and then you every month yeah. it's like, oh, this month they got the the spicy ones or the super sweet ones. It's all fruit uh-huh. themed or whatever. Totally, totally should do that. Yes. You know what else? There's so many Oreos now. They should do a Oreo boxes as well that are like a weird mix of. All those crazy Oreo flavors. That'd be also a fun oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, that'd be good too. I can't eat any of this, but yes. I know, and I think you know, I think the fact that you can't means that uh, Mary is not sending any more to me either, even though I can. I can <laughs> You know, Mary's like I can. Mary's like, Well, it wouldn't be fair <laughs> to send them just to Brian because Brian will come on and it'll well, look, if, totally if Mary can, Scott's face. If Mary can find some non or some find some sugar free solutions to the Oreo thing, which are gonna be real weird to taste, we could at least try that. <laughs> it's probably horrible, right? Probably horrible. <laughs> yeah. Like, is there a diet Oreo? Let's see. Uh, well, thins don't count. Let's see. Uh, yeah, there's. <laughs> I searched and there's nothing. No results. So. Oh my god! There it is. TVZ gun. Myjapanbox.com monthly Kit Kat box. What? Why don't you get uh, that? You should get that monthly or three months, six months, twelve months. It's thirty bucks. How many? It better come with a lot of freaking Kit Kats. Wait, three thirty a month. Thirty bucks a month, or thirty bucks every three months, or I mean, basically every shipment is three months. Somebody or call every, every shipment is somebody call bucks. Japan Box and tell them not to put the dollar sign after the dot nine nine. <laughs> That's obnoxious, dude. I it is that. obnoxious. I hate that. So I might sign up for this. At least to try it for a month yeah. and see, because yeah. I'm curious about how many Kit Kats you get in here. 
Ooh, there's ghost waffle flavor. I don't know what that is, but it sounds really good. What's the dead waffles ghost? The ghost of the dead waffles. <laughs> the ego waffles that fall on the floor. Uh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. look at this. They got a, they got a, I didn't know they had a Pokemon box. That's hilarious. Well, Yeah, what's in the Pokemon? Oh, it's a bunch of little, little Pokemon, Pokemon cookies. Yeah, that seems cool. That's huh. 59 a month. Jeez. I know. I'm sorry. It's. I'll go ahead and just call it 59.99 S with a strike through it because that doesn't look at all the same. <laughs> That's not how it works. No. Oh, uh, these are candies and things like a Pikachu candy and um, trinkets and crap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, here's the. This is the thing. Oh, here we go. Um, monthly, three months, six months, twelve months plans available. We also have a. Oh, here we go. Tally Tally Zarel. In the box, you can find products from Japan selected by our team with new and different content every month. Um, Will they ever send you some? Oh, porn? this one's not the Kit Kat. This one doesn't explain the Kit Kat box. Though. They ever send you some manga porn in there? <laughs> manga pornography. <laughs> Let me get the manga porn box, please. Yes. Send me. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna try this for a month. I'm gonna. I promise. I'll remember to uh, to turn it off. Yeah. And cancel it before I get a second shipment. I promise I will. I swear that I will never forget. I swear that I will only get one box of these. Yeah, you get the hentai pack, right? Oh, God. Does yep. it come with tentacles? It's tentacle month, and uh, we're going to send you some, <laughs> uh, you know, tentacle-related uh, uh, units there. Perfect. Yes. Good. All right. Well, all right. Good luck with this. I want to. If you do this, we're doing. We're, t- we're the show is going to benefit. So. Um, oh, so I can write this off as a. Oh, yeah, total purchase. tax write-off. Absolutely, freaking <laughs> Um They said here that uh, taste is a key factor in developing this plant-based chocolate. So that's what this is. It's a plant. Mm-hmm. It's probably okay. Zevia or so. Steve, it's probably going to yeah. And so it's probably going to be more along the lines of the milk chocolate. Yeah. Book. Yeah. I would eat one. I'd try one. Oh sure. Um, except I guess it's still got some sugar in it because vegans aren't, they don't care about the sugar. They just don't want some animal product in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, All right. Ready for this? Yeah. Uh, okay. So the box twenty nine ninety nine dollar sign, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, shipping $19 and 90 cents dollar sign total comes to $49 and 89 cents dollar sign per month. Mm, yep. Per month. And nope. No. Nope. That's a triple A video game every month. No. Yeah. Forget it. Forget it. Sorry. Yeah, deals oh, off. Oh, I can live without this. Yeah. Deals off. Yeah. Deals, deals off, Wade. Yeah. No deal. $19.99. Are you kidding me? 50 bucks for nine Kit Kats? No, it's all right. Yeah. Thanks. Like, if I was some rich idiot and had nothing to do with my money, I, sure. Right. But come on now. I bet I could make some arrangement with a with a Japanese listener or a listener living in Japan. We have a few. We do have a few, and, yeah. and just make some. I will. I will pay your time and effort and reimburse your costs to do this, and I bet it'll be a lot cheaper than fifty bucks a month. Yeah. No, why not? Yeah. Well, anyway. see if we hear from somebody. Uh, email us themorningstream at gmail dot com. Help you- Brian continue to skyrocket his weight up into the stratosphere. <laughs> One thin which, chocolate strip Which ironically time. is the thing that he lost the most weight for two years ago. <laughs> exactly. Well, now you got room. Look at it that way. Positive. I got room. Exactly. Yes. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, my sister, the therapist, professional and otherwise, Wendy Dunford will be here. Uh, we're going to talk about being pent up. We'll explain what that means. 
uh, when she gets here. So that'll happen uh, shortly, and uh, we got to play a song before we can do that. So, Brian, you're in charge of that. What do we have? Yeah, this is cool. This is um, an alt-pop artist named Sly Boy featuring Maggie Miles. This is a brand-new song and video that came out today. Um, He is based in Nashville. And uh, if you do check out the video for this, the song is called Dead. If you check out the video for this, it's it's creepy and weird and David Lynchy, and you don't quite know what's going on in it. But if you don't check out the video, the, the, the song actually has a lot of that in it itself. It, it sets up that really cool, mysterious atmosphere. Again, the song is called Dead. It's Sly Boy featuring Maggie Miles. I don't need these friends of mine. commonplace occurrences of day-to-day living. One thing stands out as a completely unique experience. The deep armhole is not only smart, it's comfortable too. The Morning Stream. Isn't there a tiger named Chester Cheetah? back everybody we've arrived back back where we were before and it feels good (laughs) um all right we're gonna get wendy in we're gonna get that done and uh she's not online so that's that's a little uh, concerning but that doesn't mean anything sometimes 
<clears throat> sometimes Discord says somebody's on and not. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. Wendy with an I will be here shortly. Uh, before you know it. And don't you worry. Don't you worry, child. Oh, that's a song. I know that one. Yeah. No, no, no. You Look, you stick your head in here anytime you want, and then you go beep, and we all stop. Hey, look at this. <laughs> it's Wendy with an I. My sister, Wendy Dumford. She comes on the show on Thursdays. We do a little therapy for everybody out there. She does it in real life all the time professionally, but you guys get it for free on Thursdays. And oftentimes, it's your emails. Today, not, though, because we're going to talk about a subject that I think is probably... Uh, at, at the very least part of most of our lives let's put it that way right now uh, i'm trying to think of somebody who wouldn't be uh feeling this especially given just the recent week we've had with weather stuff in this country and and other issues and the continuing pandemic and all of the rigmarole we've been going through so we're going to do that today wendy uh yeah uh let's talk about it so last night you uh said to me uh we should talk about the baggage we're all carrying around with us right now uh is one way of putting it um in fact your exact words were hold on uh (laughs) the collective and individual grief we are all carrying around with us uh including all the varieties of ways that burnout slash exhaustion slash grief show up uh i think that's a a grand idea now i'm going to ask you a question to start off with though is is one place that we carry that around a lot is in the middle of the night when we can't freaking sleep because gosh dang it i can't sleep lately at all like the sure, same life, it. yeah. It's yeah. horrible. So is that a place? Is my is my keep? Am my is my uh, is all my stress I'm carrying around? Is it just laying there in the bed with me? Is that what's going on? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Great. Well, that's it, everybody. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Problem solved. Thanks yeah. for being here. Uh, Problem solved. Where, where um, can people find you? Yeah. 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 Oh, I can help just like that. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. So let's back up a little. So I got a friend in Houston who is drinking water out of her bathtub uh, that she fortunately filled up and is running out of water and heat. And I think just got some power. So mm. that's good. Yeah. Um, and I think, okay. <laughs> it's so, it's just not okay. It's not okay to live like this right now. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, especially the build on it. I, I think there was a meme that was like, Hey, remember when we used to read the book? series of unfortunate events and mm. now that's just our life it's a life, series yeah. of unfortunate events yeah and and so what i want to get to is this is that okay so her parent will come back on and she'll move on with her life and that's that and no one people might say whoa that was terrible or oh and that could be true of anything anyone's gone through in the last year all the way to the experience of so those who have lost loved ones to covid or for any other reason um you know, we, we have grief in that sense where I think there's a bit more uh, understanding from folks maybe um, that, hey, you shouldn't quite be okay because y- you just lost someone. And and though, you know, in good old American fashion style, you should definitely be back to work in two weeks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We, we don't have any built in um, societal space or paid leave or stuff like that in, in, in any kind of acknowledgement of um, Not grief in a systematic as something way, right? longer than a weekend. Right. Yeah. It's like we yeah. don't have it in a systematic way. We have it in we have it in spotty ways. Like you may work for a company who has totally. has a personal, you know, the, the CEO has a personal belief that it's important to give his employees the space they need or the or whatever that is, but it's that one case and the literally the building next to him 
uh, is a taskmaster master who doesn't care what his employees think and they better be there or you're fired. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's a shotgun approach to, uh, to that kind of stuff that we have. But then you've got, I'm glad you brought that up because I think you then have the, the culture of maybe your workplace, the culture of your family of origin or the culture of your community, how they grieve is by extension how you grieve because that's what's modeled to you or that's what's allowable or, you know, whatever. Um, and so from all the way from a death to my friends drinking her bathtub water, there is stuff that is really hard that people have gone through and we're not sure what to do with it. And so we're going to talk about two things today. One, what to do with it. And two, how it's showing up in sort of mysterious ways. So let's start with that. How does grief, unresolved, unprocessed grief for the loss of all the many, many, many things people have uh, have lost or are missing or are longing to have again or whatever it might be, right? Um, which could be just basic seeing someone's face when you go out to someplace. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. some really, really basic mm-hmm. things. Um, how, how do you guys, I want, I want to hear what you think. So Scott, you already gave one of your ideas, right? Of It shows up in the middle of the night, but how else does this kind of unresolved collective grief as well as individual grief, how does that sort of show up? Oh man. Uh, well, okay. So here's an example for me. Okay. I can't speak for anybody else. So I'll just speak for me. I don't think I've ever truly dealt with uh, dad dying very well. We've talked about mm-hmm. this before in other contexts, but, um, I don't think I've ever actually faced it. And so since the day he died, which came suddenly without warning and too early, all I've had multiple times, maybe even a week since then. And he died in 2000. It's been a long time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's been 21 years. Okay. That's crazy. Um, there's probably not a week or a month that goes by where I don't think about what I perceive as the other shoe dropping. And it isn't necessarily me thinking, well, then it's going to be mom's turn. Although lately it's been, you know, I've been thinking about that because she's been through this surgery and, you know, all this high risk stuff. And it's, it's at least been on my mind, but this feeling of like avoiding looking at it because I worry that if I look at it too hard, I'm going to witness, I'm going to see it's going to happen again. Mm. And it's made, it's compounded by all the loss that happens around COVID, for example, just one example, but you know, COVID's the most prominent example. But you know, when I hear death counts or I hear uh, some statistic about hospitalization mortality rates or whatever it is, that all of that feels like that's just closing in on my desire not to look at it in the face. Do you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To avoid yeah. it at all costs. And there are times where that avoidance of mortalities great questions and mortalities, great realities where I feel like at night in particular, my brain, that's when my brain says, look, I got to get some of this out. So sorry, uh, Scott, you're going to have a bad night because you've been penting this up for so long. Tonight's the night where we explode and do 50 weird dreams that make no sense that are super uh, startling and annoying. And then you're not going to get any sleep as a result. So here you go. This is what you get for avoiding it in your real life all the time. Like, I really feel like that's happening with me, that cycle. And I don't know if it go if it goes all the way just back to dad and that's it, but it does feel like that was a moment for me. It's a it's funny people have these you know you have these moments in your lives where you feel like there was a pivot 
Like there was this moment where you were like, oh, that's when everything changed. And for me, it's kind of that moment when dad died. It's the first time I really had to ever face that kind of mortality and and have it happen in such a dramatic sort of shocking, traumatic way. So so quickly um, that it just I just never I don't feel like I ever dealt with it for lack of a better way of explaining it. Like I just sort of, I don't know. I just had, I sort of stood there and took the blast, but didn't really assess the damage uh, is how I would put that. Well, so. and, and it's your, it's your first uh, rodeo with grief of that magnitude. Right. Yeah. And then what do you do with it? Well, survival sort of instincts kick in too, which is I'm not going to just sit and feel this. Am I? No, I'm going to get extra busy or I'm going to keep, doing this or that, you know, like that. And even what you're saying is, you know, empathetic a little bit to folks who were just like, is is annoying and frustrating it is that people still don't think this virus is real and that all this loss is made up or some crap like that. On one hand, this is just an extreme version of this, right? right? Which is, I just can't face this. I can't, I, I don't, I don't, you know, there's, it'd have to stare them in the face. So you're, you're, you're hitting on this point of like reality and the brain, the brain will do lots of things to not, um, to save you from harm. It's whole job. Mm-hmm. It's whole evolutionary purpose is to get you from getting killed and eaten and dying and suffering and all of those things. And so it's got an interesting job and it does it in weird ways. And so one of those ways is to avoid the full impact of something. Um, And so I talk to my clients a lot about this, that, you know, when something traumatic happens to people, it's like a part of our brain gets sort of taken away and stored in order to save it. Right. And usually that part's very young when something bad happens, it can't deal with it. And then the rest of you moves on and lives your life. And, and you don't know much about what that part is doing well, that part gets triggered every single time somebody yells, or maybe it was some kind of car accident or you hear or see, or, you know, it gets triggered because that part has stuck in that is stuck in that place. So maybe you're saying there's a part of you that, you know, stuck the day dad died and, um, the other parts just have moved on. And so, so then what happens is we're sort of fragmented a little as we go along, which is why I think we, love the innocence of a kid because none of this stuff has happened to them yet in theory. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, the reality is it will do its processing whether you like it or not. Mm. And it's not the best choice. So middle of the night processing. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Any other things, Brian, do you have any that you, you think of when that are sort of showing up or maybe in you or others? Yeah. I mean, for me, it's kind of the same as Scott. It's, it's, um, uh, it's restlessness or not being able yeah. to, to fully sleep at night, uh, wake up regularly in the middle of the night and have a hard time getting back to sleep. And it's probably a combination of, of just that pent up, you know, stress of the situation, but also just regular stress. Um, and, and there's probably an overall restlessness, not just a, not just when I'm sleeping, but I have this need to just want to get out even if it's even if i'm just going through the drive-thru and getting some food just getting out of the house for whatever reason yeah Yeah. um so that's that's 
that's pretty regular. I, I don't feel like I'm more irritable. <laughs> well, certainly not more irritable than I normally am. Uh, <laughs> I get really, yeah. I seen this. Brian's like a, one of the least irritable people I know, which is something I admire. In my case, I, I think this is my problem. I get, I let this stuff build up and then the irritability is palpable. Like I know I like last night, if you ask him, Hey, was Scott irritable? She'll say, yes, I was totally mm-hmm. irritable. And I was annoying before bed, which probably didn't help for me to have a decent night. And it wasn't even a re- I didn't have a good reason. Like, other than I'm internalizing a lot of stuff, like I have friends and some family in um, mm, Texas, Texas and right parts mm. of the parts of the country that are suffering right now. I have friends who are in like, you know, have COVID. Like there's all the all these things add up after a while. And my way of dealing with it is just sort of stewing on it sometimes. Right. Or, mm. or my outlet is this show sometimes like this is, this is where we let some of this stuff fly. And a lot of times we do it with humor. Sometimes that's helpful. Sometimes it's, it's not, but, um, but like here on Thursdays, sometimes that's a great outlet for this sort of thing. But my irritability is like at, at an all time, an all time high. And, uh, and I don't know why again, it's like, it's, it, think of it like leakage, right? So, when your storage container is completely full, mm-hmm. um, if it's and you're shoving more in there, it's going to leak out, and it will leak out in certain ways, right? So irritability is a, is a very common one, but most people aren't thinking it's that. So, yeah. so here's where identifying these other ways this happens can be really powerful because you are just thinking it's you, or you're just thinking, well, I need this or that. And and a lot of it is just, it's harder to recognize because it's leakage rather than as it leaks out, it says, Hey, by the way, this is unresolved grief. Maybe you could spend some time with me. <laughs> Instead, it's like, Oh, I want to kill everyone. Why? <laughs> or, or other versions are just like, obviously exhaustion. Yeah. Um, you know, suddenly freezing up, like you can't do the stuff you like to do or want to do um just depletion overall uh you know obviously there's some some more clear ones like crying for no reason or anxiety is another way this shows up just like a flare of of feeling anxious um so it's it's like there's this leakage and it's going to take whatever form it takes kind of based on you and how you operate Mm -hmm. but most of us are not recognizing it as such Mm. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, I'm irritable and I'm crying for no reason and I don't like doing the same things I usually do, then ask yourself why. And if you don't have any answers, then it's very closely, well, first of all, there's maybe something going on where you don't really want to see what it is and that's possible. I mean, I find that half the time I am listing for my clients all the things that are going on for them to see it clearly. And as a big deal because it's so incremental for them or they they have their strategies to shove it down. And But when mm-hmm. you spell it out, mm-hmm. it can be alarming. Are you finding that they're not recognizing it themselves, like yes. that, that you have to describe these things and, and they're like, oh, yeah, I guess that is. Yeah, I'm having that problem, too. Yeah, that's kind of an issue right now. Mm. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like every person I talk to, I stop and just go, so how much of the pandemic are you feeling? And they're like. Oh, I'm not worried about that right now. I'm like, really? Okay. <laughs> so let's talk about all these other things. And then and then we add an elephant on top of all of those other things, right? It's it's in every mix because society is not, it's not the same. Some things you could kind of just 
not think about are things that now run you run into and are stressors in maybe different ways. And everyone's fuse is pretty short. So let's say we all have an interaction with Scott and he's irritable. He just transferred that to the next person, right? So there's another way this is <sighs> happening. Thanks a lot, right? Scott. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah contagious. <laughs> well, I'm very contagious. I person. caught irritation from Scott. Well, also, there is a feeling of like, not one more thing, please. No more things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's how I felt last night. I was like, so I remember at one point Kim says, oh, hey, I forgot to tell you something, something bank freaking CPA has a question, blah, blah, some tax thing. And I went, oh, my gosh, dude, freaking one more thing on my pile. Really? We're just going to jam this in here. <laughs> This giant ball that's about ready to pop as it is. We're just going to put one more thing in. And then, you know, I wasn't saying that to her, but um, but I, that's how it made me feel. And it was minor. It was like, oh, he got a digit off on your EIN number uh, from your W9s or something. Uh, we just need to give him the regular number or whatever it was. It's like no big deal. Piece of cake takes me less than one 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. But it mm-hmm. felt like one more thing and it, and it almost was like it doesn't matter how big that one more thing is you could say the dog exploded or you could say we need your latest w9 number either way <laughs> either way it's one more it all, thing it all right it's the it, it adds the same weight to the pile even though right individually those things carry way different weights yeah it would almost be better i don't want this but it'd be better if the dog exploded because then that's a complete focus shift that would be me going Stop everything else. Don't worry about anything yep. else. The dog is the priority. She has exploded. We've got to solve this now. Like there's, I've always wondered the dog why. dog explodes, I think that's a self-contained <laughs> uh, problem and solution, sadly. It is. That, this is probably a bad example, but like. But actually, no, it's actually a great example because it's the power of obvious grief yeah. or mm-hmm. something on fire, which we are built for. Right. So what we're not built for is this long-term chronic stress and, you know, cortisol being, is supposed to be released and then not released, but we are constantly dripping cortisol, which is what kills us early, right? Like it's, we are not built for this. So those acute disasters are what we're made for. And then this longer term suffering of any sort is, it's, it's really hard to balance. So, so maybe we can get into what to do with this. So, so Scott, tell me how you're handling it. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian, maybe share how you've handled something in the past where it, you can, you're feeling burnout or you're feeling like the full weight of something and you do a little exploring and figure it out. Maybe neither of you have ever done this and then I'll just tell you what to do. But. <laughs> well, I mean, the, I mean the, 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 oh, go yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the hard, uh, this is brief. The, the hard part for me is, so much of what I do for a living and what I do for work is a is has humor around it. It's supposed to be fun and funny. And whether it's this show or it's comics or it's whatever it is, that's supposed to be a key ingredient. So when your mom's having brain surgery and your wife's going through a medical thing and your wife's sister has stage four cancer and um, half the country shut down and there's a pandemic. Then the challenge to make sure one of your key ingredients off to the side is always a big fat bowl of humor is really hard or it's harder. 
And that's where I struggle is because there are days where I just want to be, I just want to feel miserable, but I know I can't (laughs) because Mm -hmm. if I want to get anything done, that bowl of humor has to be included in my ingredients or I'm screwed. And I, so, so what I have to do is like convert some of that angst and stuff into humor and humor can be healing. Humor can be uh, a way of, uh, you know, what what, uh, deprecating the situation, taking it to a place that's a little, you know, a little less edgy. And so I'm not denouncing that. I'm just saying there are days where it's hard for me to pull from that. And that is that, Oh, I hate that feeling. I hate that feeling. There there are times where I'm just like, I want to be funny today, but I really don't want to be. In fact, I kind of want to be miserable and I want to tell everybody how mad I am about this or that or the other thing. And I want that to be enough, but I never feel like it can be because that's not the nature of what I do, if that makes sense. Yeah, no one's coming here to hear you be no, serious and no. sad and greedy. Why would greedy. they? I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to hear me being a no. bellyache. Of course. <laughs> right? Of so. course, which is which is the, the challenge, right? And take any job, whatever is expected of you all the time, then feels like this same problem, right? So maybe your job is to be serious all the time and you're not allowed to not be serious or something, right? right? So it can it can go in any direction. And whatever that thing that can be helpful in healing, there's always the flip side to it that it's the cloak or this that will suffocate other things too, right? Like you can use humor that will mean you just bury grief forever, right? right. Um and so you have to be careful with that, but yeah. Okay. But there, How are, other, you, Brian? there are other times I should say where when I come on this, this show in particular, I may be thinking I'm going to have a really rotten day. I'll come on here and we'll have a really funny, good time. And I'm better. <laughs> like the day is better as a result. So I'm not saying that avoiding it is always, or how, how do I put this? Sometimes, sometimes injecting that ingredient actually at least feels therapeutic to me whether it's long-term cloaking i don't know but sometimes it feels that way all right sorry brian go ahead that's right the kids are about to ring the doorbell i just walk watching these kids coming up the steps they're about to ring the doorbell and yeah. ask if we want art there it is yeah ask if we want stuff shoveled yeah you want to get that shovel you want to get that shovel done <sighs> just kidding <Yeah. laughs> i just want to act like i was all yeah. pent up angry about it um <laughs> no for for me this is funny because um the restlessness yesterday surfaced in me sitting there with a lot of stuff I needed to do and me not like basically me wanting to procrastinate and blow it all off. And so it took, you know, it's basically kind of like when you're stressed out, just kind of doing the, yeah, you know, I'm going to write everything down that needs to be done. So I have a list. And if I, if I've got something that I can focus on that's tangible and say, one, two, three, done. Um, that takes my mind off of any other pent up stress or anything like that. It's like it uh, refocuses it uh, at something else. All right. Good job, both of you. You both just described dude ways of handling everything. <laughs> dude, dude ways. ways. <laughs> oh, good. All right. Dude That's my book 150 com. Dude Ways of <laughs> Handling Your Pain. Can't wait for this. Yeah. <laughs> this will be good. No, those are not not valid. It's just, do they actually, do they meet any of the grieving needs? No. Do they solve the problem? You're saying they don't? You're saying they don't. I think they don't. And and we're not looking for problem solved. What what if I just drink a beer? Does that solve it? Is that a a (laughs) non-dude way of solving the problem? That's a perfect dude way of solving the problem. Um, 
No, it's not gendered either, but it just, dude's a good word. Okay, so here's the thing. It's the it's the accomplishment, do something, move into uh, another space to, you know, it's like trying to just do more. It's trying to cram in more. Am I wrong? No, you're right. No, because that's what, that's what I accomplished is I did more and I <laughs> took my mind off of things. Yeah. Ah, okay, so here's the solution, and this is what's so hard is that it is unappealing, right? I'm trying to sell, it's like trying to sell, sell the, um, I don't know, like the actual hard thing that helps us, not the easy, quick, fast thing, right? Mm -hmm. And, And people do struggle with this, of course. But what if you gave yourself a minute? That's kind of why I was excited about us, um, watching in and of itself, together and Mm -hmm. discussing it is because there's some catharsis that came from something that different. I think we, we get a lot of, um, good mojo from watching things and engaging in things. Right. Like that's why it's so appealing, but I don't know to kind of crack open the egg at least, at least Scott, maybe you were describing it that way that it gave you a, a window to cry about some things. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I will. No, I'm just thinking about it. If I'm, <laughs> if I'm watching that show, any, I'm I was trying to think. In fact, while we were watching it, I was uh, want a show. I sound like a Utah guy when I watched that presentation. It, I have to. Sorry, this is a thing we do in Utah. My dad grew up calling movies shows, so it'd be like, uh, "What did you think of Star Wars? Oh, it was a great show." He'd say. Anyway, that's why I said that. While I'm watching do it that, still, I can't stop. Uh, I had this question in my head that popped in that says, would I be reacting to this so emotionally if I wasn't feeling um, all this pent-up stuff about division in this country and people's inability to see each other for who you are or unwillingness to accept you for who you are or whatever, you know, that, that, that stuff, I'd, I sort of asked myself that question. And I'm pretty sure I would have always thought this was cool. And I would have always been somewhat affected by it. But I think that blew me out at the end, especially because of where we're at with stuff. That's what got me. And I think it's why it's resonating in general. I could be wrong. But I think that's why, you know, people really like it. So, so yeah, I think the answer to your question is, I think I would have reacted to it in an emotional way prior to this, but not nearly as intensely as I did given yeah. just sort of given the moment we're in or the so moment that's I'm an in. example of a, a leak that was given a, a spout, right? Like it was going to, it needs to come out and there is something that sort of motivated it to come out in a, in a quicker way. Right. Rather than, Oh, I'm feeling crappy. And, and again, the, the key here is that we have these symptoms. A lot of us can relate to these different symptoms. Like, I think one way this shows up for me is like, I will not have seen my kids all day because they're all online school or one kid is finally back in school and I'm working all day. And then when we see each other, my intention is just like, let's play a game or cook together. And then I want to kill them the second I start talking to them. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this cannot be good. <laughs> like, no. what is this? And it, it has more to do with, I am so depleted that the theory mm. of being present and happy with them is not possible because I'm depleted. And so 
that's showing, and then I, that can spiral into, well, I'm doing a terrible job or, you know, whatever. And now we're off to the races when it's not really about those things. It's more about managing this emotional leakage my myself and not expecting my kids to magically create a place where I'm going to have fun because they can't do that. Um, but so what it would look like in, in practicality is to actually create a space for you to feel some of this stuff. So mm. for example, and that's why the, the show um, gave it, it was sort of a catalyst for a little of that. It would look something like doing this on purpose. So if anybody's listened to this show for 10 years, you've heard me say this at least once or twice, which is to schedule some time to grieve. And I do this with people who have lost loved ones, because even then, even when the whole world can at least acknowledge that there's a loss and you can see that there is a loss, people will still not grieve. And so um, all the way from that to anything else we've been through, you, your family, your anybody, to schedule some time to allow some emotions to come out. Or you wait until it explodes and leaks out. That's the thing that that tends to happen. But what that would look like, and this is, people really love, hate this assignment because it is so effective and so strange. And that is to set aside one hour for yourself where you're alone And you may have no idea what you need to grieve when you sit down for that hour, but you do a couple things. One is you create a mood. So maybe it's a song that calms you or is like evocative in some way emotionally for you. And you play the song and maybe you light some candles or maybe you you're on a walk and you have no headphones on. You're not listening to anything. You're just looking at the stars or, you know, whatever it is for you where you can, open the lid to this box a little bit. And writing is a great way to do this. Just start to write. Just think of the thing that has been bugging you this week and try to look underneath that thing and maybe where it stems from. You'll be amazed at how much will show up. What if the thing that's bugging you is very, what what if you feel like it's super esoteric and you don't know quite how to define it? So in other words, like you're you're sitting there and you're like, well, all right, I'm going to write about this thing. But the thing you're writing about is why do I feel existential anxiety about something I can't quite define? Like, you know what I mean? If that makes any sense. Cause I hit that Mm -hmm. a lot. Like where I'm like, I don't know what I'm even mad at here. I don't even know what I'm frustrated or nervous about. Like, I don't even know. And so, so yeah, absolutely. And I think either the, the obvious thing will show up. It's, it's not obvious. It will become obvious and it will show up and you'll know like, Whoa, I didn't even realize I was so upset about that. Um, or, what you could do is start with something small. So this is where existential dread is problematic in the, in the tackling of it, right? Because it's so big. So you just start small with maybe one question or one thought and then recognize that this is not an intellectual exercise. This is what's tricky is we're using your intellect to get you to start the emotional process because what you've been doing is stuffing managing, hiding from it, using all sorts of intellectual processes to keep your emotional stuff canned. Mm -hmm. And so now we're just inviting the can to open using an intellectual process, which is writing and thinking through your week and letting something out. And then we want emotion to take over. Now there's maybe some of you who are like, oh, that'll never happen because all of those thinking parts are so rigid, they stop it. 
And so writing is maybe just as good as you're going to get on that first time. But if you set aside an hour a week for just your emotional well-being and exploration and openness, it might just be that you just need to cry. Crying is incredibly therapeutic. And it's hard to cry in front of someone else. And usually you're only crying in front of someone else because you got to your very, very limit <laughs> and then it spilled over. So it's more like this maintenance, emotional grieving session. And it may just be that you stop and go, what have I lost this past year? And you pick one small thing that you just kind of miss. So this was, this is really weird. The other day I found, um, I came across, I don't have any idea why, but it was the Liverpool Street Station in London in 2009, and it was a flash mob. And yeah, sure. I got so emotional watching it. What were they doing? What were they? <laughs> They're were they? dancing. Wow. If you've seen it, it's where they just thought like a few people dance and then more people join in. And by the end, the entire floor is dancing perfectly in rhythm. And you only know the people not. Uh, in the dance mob have their phones out. Everyone else who's acting confused suddenly joins in, you know? Anyway, I'm watching this and I am like, I'm, I'm blown away that all those people can be in the same place, (laughs) you know? Mm. And I'm just having this like moment where, and, and how humans coordinate and like create something lovely. And yes, flash mobs have gone away. Um, and they started to get lame by the end, but like, what a, interesting human behavior. And I just had this moment of like, Oh, I kind of miss. Well, that's because they're doing the thing. They're doing exactly that thing that I was just describing that, that I felt like in and of itself was doing, um, or as Nicole calls it, if, and if, when is that what she called it? If and only if, if, and only if she could not get the name. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, well, was that feeling of like, here is a not coordinated, but here's this moment of like naked clarity an unusualness that's happening in the middle of a thing that is unusual and not normal, but also not traumatic and bad. It's like this moment of like, whoa, we're all doing a thing right now together and it's massive and it's awesome. And it's in the moment. And it's in the moment, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a great way of saying it. And so that's kind of, that's what that flash mob reminds me of. It's what, um, you know, whenever you whenever you see something like, um, you know, you see those videos of like on the subway, like six people on the subway in New York are suddenly doing a coordinated freaking pole dance across the or three singing. cars. Or like whatever. there's a yeah, there was a recent one where it was a subway and people just started singing. And all of a sudden it was like the whole. uh yeah, the entire train starts singing. Never, you know what? Never mind. That wasn't a viral video. That was that uh, uh, Mr. Rogers uh, movie. That oh, wasn't even a real oh, thing. That's a, see, now you've got all your real things and fake things. It was based on a mixed. real thing, but that wasn't a thing that happened well, recently. But here's even like another another <laughs> okay, version bye. of that is like okay. when, the, when the Germans and the yeah. Americans, that old I'm story. i lay of, down for a while. <laughs> yeah. The Christmas Eve, German and American soldiers all sing in Silent Night or whatever. It's, yep. yeah. it's temporary. They're all going to kill each other tomorrow. Like... That's that's an extreme version, but it's still that thing, right? That moment of like, pull us out of this, of the normal, out of the thing and show us this almost miraculous thing. Yeah, that's what that feels like. So uh, we had a question in in the chat from uh, our friend Cleo who asked, all right, well, how are you supposed to open the, the can as you describe it? when you're terrified that when you open it, it's something you won't be able to rein in and close or, or, 
that you won't survive it if you if you open this thing? That's a really great question. Um, and this is every single human's fear. It is the most common thing I've ever heard from everyone or anyone I've ever met around the world. This is what they will say is, if I open this, it's Pandora's box, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We all believe Pandora our emotional is, yeah. lives are pre- pre- Pandora's box. And there's a reason that exists is because that is a universal concern. And what I have found also universally is that the box isn't as big as you think. You have crammed it so full that it feels as if there is, it's a bottomless pit, but it's not a bottomless pit. Now, that said, if we're talking your basics and you're, you just open it a little, start to take some stuff out, it's like cleaning a closet. You take one thing out, figure out where it needs to go. It gets smaller and easier and you can just keep going, right? So that's for most of us. Now, if you're hearing this and you're just like, there's so much in there, there's no way to safely do that, then you need a therapist to help you do that. Um, so, but I, but I, but I really want to stress this, even folks who like, they're just life they thought was pretty great and they're emotionally healthy. And then like a recent client of mine got COVID and it had, she lost her taste, her smell, her appetite, and it put her into a serious depression and anxiety, which she'd never had before in her life. And she's now better from COVID. She's not one of those long haul cases, but she doesn't feel the same. Mm. Like something's broke. Something's off. And so for her, there's not a lot we're unpacking, but she still feels like this might be a bottomless pit, right? Because she's never had to do it. So it's very recent and very new and a very acute grief from, I just caught this stupid thing from a friend and now I don't feel like myself. You know, that's a big loss and a, a lot mm. of work there. But even all those, you know, so so I get that everyone thinks they are the case where they they must need a therapist because it's too scary. There are so many of us who don't need a therapist. We just need to attend to our emotional life a little better and do it incrementally. Mm. But if you are really like there's a lot of skeletons down there, yeah, get somebody to help you talk through with that. And and maybe one thing to try just on the first test is sit down, do all the things I'm saying, have a good cry, write a few things out. If you feel better, great. If you feel a 10 times worse, then call a therapist, right? That's maybe one of the, it should relieve the pressure, not make it worse. If it's, yeah, if it's making it worse, then that means there's a lot under there that that needs to be uncovered that is unwily a little. Well, you know? part, part of this, the the very question she asked is one of the fears that you have, which is if I do take this, let's say they do your homework and do your hour of introspection. The fear is that you're going to unleash the beast and you won't be able to control the beast. But that's part of why you need to do the introspection to find out that it's not the beast you think it is and that you can do it incrementally Mm -hmm. and take care of it piece by piece like that. that, I know that fear. I definitely know that fear like that Mm -hmm. idea. The legitimate fear. Yeah. Here's what I do know, though, is that our whole system is built for survival. And and every single thing in there did whatever it did in order to protect you. And though its protection may feel like the wrong choice and be really difficult, um, in the end, the system is designed this way, right? It is designed to keep you alive and healthy and safe. So when you say, oh, but I have suicidal thoughts, even those are protective. Suicidal thoughts are, I want you to be out of pain, mm-hmm. right? 
So you need a professional to help you to work with those thoughts and how to dig into some of those things. So, so please don't get me wrong about that. Um, but I get that this is really scary because you don't know which category you're in. So do it very small. Uh, right now, if you're not seeing a therapist and you're just living your life and you're just feeling sad and this is hard and you know, then we, you, you start, you spend one hour just giving yourself some attention, maybe start with 10 minutes, maybe Mm -hmm. start with 30 minutes or something. Right. Mm -hmm. And you feel like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't do this alone. Like then stop. And that's okay. Um, but for the vast majority of us, that fear is again, protective, which is, wow. If I open this up, if I don't just keep working so hard and often this may come from some family of origin conversations you've heard throughout your life, which is we don't cry. Mm-hmm. We work hard. We aren't lazy. We do, you know, what is your family's dynamic? That means we don't stop and tend to our inner world. Mm-hmm. And that may be what's stopping you. And that's, so you've spent a whole lifetime of shoving it down. And in the end, it's, it just needs to be gone through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's, that's a great advice. question and, and a very common concern. Well, I'm going to try that hour thing. I thought it sounds like, and I need to be doing that anyway, just a minute to mm-hmm. like get away from everything, but those kinds of thoughts and not feel like I got to fill every minute with something productive and yeah. Or, yeah. And, and be, and well, more importantly, not seeing that is not product productive and like can be the right. most productive thing I do. Um, so I like it. I like it a lot. And for free hotel room, we hope that was a long enough segment for you there, bud. <laughs> Saw that too. We got, got a, Bob's in the chat room today going, this segment's too long. Well, <laughs> Bob, I've missed you is all I can say. I miss having you in the chat. Yes, exactly. Um, also, I now own dudeways.com, which uh, I Did really, you really pick yeah, it up? I did. I, I really liked when Wendy said, okay, you guys have both described the dude ways of dealing with the it. And ways. I went, you know what? Nice. Dudeways.com is a cool kind domain. Of- so kind of amazed it. that Dude Ways was available. I yeah, was too. how's that was, even possible? I was yeah. shocked. So uh, anyway, I now own it. Who knows what I'll put on there? Maybe we'll make a side of uh, all the dumb ways men deal with things. I don't know. It way, to, be fun. way to handle uh, stress by creating one more thing that you uh, now yeah. need to maintain. Yeah, Brian, with my, with my, you know, everything's piling up. I've got too much to do. I know what I'll do. I'll work I'll on one more project. Website. Yeah. Well, a anyway. monkey in your brain, right? Yeah, he's and in there. He's in there all the time, searching for domains. That's his plan. Yeah, the monkey. Yeah. Anyway, uh, good monkey. stuff as always. Uh, Wendy, people should be uh, ever checking out realsteps.org so that they can be part of whatever wave comes next. I guess right now you're in the middle of uh, yeah, second or third a, wave. Yeah, we're in the middle, and then we will start up again in May. So just put your name on the list, and we will send you emails. Yeah, real. And not many. Just yeah. Just some. It, I promise she doesn't. I get them, so, so I know what these look like. They are not spam at all. You and I did. hate emails, so I am very careful. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're only ones that matter. So go check it out, realsteps.org. Uh, have a great week, Wendy. And all right, you may, too, guys. May your Bye, introspective Wendy. hour be good as well. Bye now. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh we did it right. brian now listen the deal is we can't go on or be done until we play this mashup of british accents okay so, that's the deal that is the deal i am oh really actually i mean this honestly when i said i'm glad to see bob we were worried about him for a while we hadn't seen him in so yeah. long so unless he was, he was in the chat yesterday or the day before too and dropped a bomb and then didn't respond to anything else like i said oh bob good to see you and never heard back so yeah. he's 
it's like lock in and then walk out again leave a little fart and then leave he did it again because he basically hasn't said anything since he said this segment is too long so maybe he took off because it was so long i don't know it's fine fine. we're just glad you're all right okay here's uh we're gonna play this uh accent special mashup from tms mashups jamie this is for the british uh version of what we say so enjoy this on this weird week of accent specials. That was good, yes. Very, very, good. very satisfying. Oh, we're done. Okay. Mm. You like my cigarette? Thank Com- you. Completely satisfied. Well done. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see that footage. Harrington, bring me the I need to see the heavily tattooed man swinging from a can. I'm the queen, oh, Philip. Please. Philip. Pardon me, governor. Mind if I uh, yeah. abscond with that uh, roadkill? Yeah. Might I put it in my boot? I That's should strange. get a trophy or some prize <laughs> for uncovering this beefy beast. I'm the first in Stroud to find one this big. Philip. Would you like a tin of biscuits? Yeah. I'd like to say, can you put that biscuit up me bum? It looks like shortbread, but it's really a biscuit. Me boyfriend didn't use the condom before you shoved it up your nose. <laughs> Where's the royal jelly? I had a bout of the shits. Oh, no. I've had a bout Never. of the shits. <laughs> Philip, Philip, wipe me arse. All right, Philip, bring your ukulele. All right, we're going to do Toto's Africa. We're no strangers too long. <laughs> You know the rules, and so do I. So do I. Philip! Harry, your owl has an angry inch. He's got a very (laughs) angry, very small micro-penis. Turn off that bloody noise, Philip! Hide the girl power. Put it in the boots. Don't swallow it, Philip! Philip! Having slightly sarcastically (laughs) tweeted earlier that the high-ups in news were all over froth, so keen are we for good news that BBC Online have run the story, which was picked up by none other than Steve Wright on BBC Radio 2 today. Mary Poppins, what are you? You flopped out your boobies, Mary Poppins. Philip, Philip, what is this dried disc on my hand? Philip, Philip. It's like a light blue raisin stuck to my finger. Philip, would you remove it for me, Philip? Philip? Is this a tiny condom? Philip, I don't want any more of your advances. I've told you this, Philip. Love, could you uh, please peel this banana for me? <laughs> the one time we have an Australian, Brian does a British accent. <laughs> oh, he's a New Zealander. Oh, he is an Australian. He's Australian. I thought he was a New Zealander. <laughs> And it still wasn't a New Zealand accent. I love, come here, because you peel this banana. <laughs> oh, man. The best part of these are his choice of music are excellent. They're so yes. perfect for these all week. Well done. So well done, TMS Mashups. Well oh, done. Oh, my gosh. That was great. I do fill up way too often. I've learned. I've learned that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A little too much. It's a um, go-to, though. It is a bit of my go-to. You're right. All right, that was great. Thank you for that. And now we're done. Uh, a reminder, though, that uh, we do the PM. Oh, we don't do it this week because we got stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. How are we doing this? That's right. Gonna, Brian and I are going to figure something so, out. We don't know yet. What yeah, we, we don't. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll talk offline about uh, tomorrow's schedule and uh, maybe do something quick before. You know. Yeah, we were thinking about morning possibly. Um, we'll 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 let you know. But uh, so so okay. So BlizzCon line is happening. For the next few days, mm-hmm. uh, two days, and so uh, you're gonna want to watch my Q and A on Saturday. Watch the whole. We're gonna do some live coverage tomorrow as well, but all this interferes with normal scheduling. So as a result, uh, you know, Brian and I'll figure it out. And we'll let you know, uh, but do check that stuff out. It should be fun. Lots of stuff happening. Mm-hmm. They didn't leak yeah. too much. That leak that happened, I, I, I read over it a little bit. It's really not that much. So uh, plenty more to hear. There's more surprises to come, and yep. not just in the other 
the other properties, but in World of Warcraft as well. Yes. That's what you're saying. Yeah, it'll be cool. great. Uh, so all of that's happening all weekend. That means no film sack. That means no TMSPM, but we're going to try to maybe squeeze something into the AM or at the very least. Oh, you know what I just thought of? Sunday morning might be best for me. Hmm. Maybe that. I could maybe do Sunday morning. Like a quick one in the morning. Hmm. Hell. All right. Well, <laughs> We'll figure something out and let you guys know what we're doing. Uh, in the meantime, head on over to frogpants.com slash TMS. It's got links to everything, including our Patreon, which we'd love you to support. I just uh, put up this month's new art for uh, those who are at that level. We're going to ship it out to people this week. Let's see. I did the, oh yeah, I did an Among Us uh, piece. It's called Suspect, and it's a dude, uh, one of the Among Us guys, uh, the pink one with bloody hands. He's very sus- suspect at this point. He's very sus. So anyway, that's the art going out this month in both print and card form, as well as uh, avatars. If you're like, wait, you can get all that? Yes, you can. Over at yes, patreon.com slash TMS. So go check it out. All right, Brian, uh, we're done. you have a song? Okay. I do. Now, it's funny because uh, this isn't a song that I would have chosen personally. Mm. Uh, you know, I do tend to use the I'm overruling the the requester's choice and putting in something myself, but this time I'm not doing it. Mm. Adam Jaco wrote in and said, greetings, bacon and sausage. Mm, Mm. Sausage. (laughs) I know I'm running late with my request, but I'm still too early to get a McFish sandwich. Anywho, my birthday is on February 18th, and seeing as I once again am stuck celebrating in quarantine with the rest of you weirdos, mm. I was hoping I could make a song request. At one of the last live concerts I saw, remember those? Uh, the Smashing Pumpkins covered uh, during their Shiny and Oh So Bright tour, played a great cover of David Bowie's Space Oddity. I'd love to hear that if you've got it. Otherwise, another Space Oddity cover would be terrific. Thanks, Adam Jaco. Uh, Jamadako on Twitter. Mm, sausage. Yeah. Yeah. Never, mm. never fails to, to grow. <laughs> I know it's not, but it, it absolutely. All, right, all like the logic is. in the world tells you it's not, yeah. but there's yeah, something exactly. there. Yeah. I know it's not, yeah. but it is in here. Like it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird effect. Weird. Um, all right, so now look, I would have chosen, it's it's uh, February 18th, uh, Perseverance is about to land on Mars in a few hours, so I would have chosen Life on Mars, but uh, apparently Adam Jacob's birthday is a god-awful small affair, and so we're just going to play this for him instead. Uh, Space Oddity, now I don't have the Smashing Pumpkins cover, but I do have a really cool cover that came out, God, almost 10 years ago on Tangerine Dream's I think most recent album called undercover came out in 2012. Here's tangerine dream. Yes. Uh, sex on a, on a subway, mm. uh, with their cover of David Bowie's space oddity. See you guys soon.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. It's okay. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.